Here we are on location in Honolulu. 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 Damn it, shit. <laughs> I'll just cut it. <laughs> Here we are on location, Honolulu. Honolulu. How do you say Honolulu? What is it? Honolulu. 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 Here we are, location, Honolulu, Hawaii. It is a, a beautiful. It's a beautiful day. There's no beautiful days in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so on location, and today we are talking about what did we watch? We watched Predator Two. Predator Two. Predator Two. There was some kind of housekeeping that I wanted to get out of the way in the beginning of this. I wanted to do some dishes. At the beginning of this episode. But, um... Bathroom's occupied. Right. So I guess we'll just go straight into it. What did you think of Predator 2? I thought it was, uh... Not like I was expecting. Way different than Predator 1. Wasn't expecting Reese Witherspoon in it. And I was not expecting romantic comedy. At all. It was no? all out of left field. I thought that it worked reasonably well. Oh, it's that we're super tired. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> it's it's really late and we're really, really tired because we, we were like uh, really busy during the day and stuff. Mountain climbing. We were mountain climbing, yeah. So we're all horribly fatigued. But there's no mountains in Detroit, so we had to build one. So we got, yeah, we built it and then climbed it. So we got to uh, see if we could still do this under these circumstances. And we will find out because I'm pretty sure you did not describe Predator 2. Yeah, yeah, I did. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she's like in love. Like she, she has to move back down south. Oh, she okay. So she moves back down south, and she falls in love with the predator. Yep, and they live in a sugar house. But Danny Glover is her father, and doesn't think they should be together because he's like, well, this is, <laughs> this is a, a space alien. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned if my daughter's gonna date an alien. Yeah, because he's very racist. Who's also, you know, an intergalactic murderer. So I can yeah, see his for point. Sport. I can see his point. So for freaking Jeffrey Dahmer's for sport too. Yeah, I know. So, so I don't know if it. And of course, both of them just offend people with their anti-gun rhetoric or it's... knife or eating people rhetoric. <laughs> yeah. So so Danny Glover is just like I think I'm on his side. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. on his side uh, in this right. movie, and I think he had a, a pretty well-rounded character. Uh, you know, because he had good character qualities. Um, and he had bad ones, like when he killed the Predator at the end. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. That was a positive quality of his. Uh, when he was he was shooting up those Haitian drug lords. That, that was, was really fun. That was good. He had his flaws too, you know. I was going to say something that was really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to avoid that. But Don't uh, worry about it. I was trying to figure out a way to work in that Kevin Spacey played the Predator. <laughs> So, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, so Kevin Spacey, the Predator, he's in the Predator suit, obviously, but he was trying to to be to predate. He's trying Nina to pre- Suvari. He's trying to predate uh, in different ways than you expected from the first one, because the first one had a particular trajectory. Yeah, you know, you expected a kind of action and that it would be physical violence that would be the threat, but in this, it was the psychological turmoil. Of being predated by Kevin Spacey. Is that the so. proper word? No, not at all. Not even, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because it's like predating I thought... before they're supposed to be dating. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? I feel like you should call Predator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it had a really, it really felt hot. 
You know, like mm. it was everybody was sweating all the time. It looked gross, and uh, it was all saturated in this orangish glow everywhere. So they really captured that aspect of Alabama. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that was good, good too. And even outside of the love scenes, it seemed saturated and gross. Yeah, yeah, it sure did. Uh, and I think that within the the kind of logic of the movie, it made sense for Reese Witherspoon to end up with Matthew McConaughey instead of the Predator. Yeah, you know, for sure. Even though the setup is like, no, you're not supposed to be racist against intergalactic uh, Predator aliens. It made sense, though, for her to end up with Matthew McConaughey. Because they they just had great chemistry, you know, they had the history. And well, that. and he had the spaceship that he could take her off this planet with, <laughs> so she could go find more predators. So is Matthew McConaughey the head spaceship? Yeah. Not the space alien? No, no. <laughs> space alien's dead. He doesn't know how to fly that one. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that twist on it uh, by the end. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of shoehorned. Um, because they they were trying to be twisty, but yes, it means that they're going to be able to travel. It was directed by M. Night Shyamalan, dude. What'd you expect? Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. So, so Predator 2, yeah, I, uh, it had some decent action. Nick Nolte was good in it as Predator 2. He was in the other Predator suit, but I give it three Wolverine claws out of five Wolverine claws. What do you give it? I think six is a complete set. But I'm with you on your rating anyways. <laughs> so you give it six Wolverine Claws? No, I give it okay. Ron Perlman. You give it one Ron per- Perlman? There is only one Ron Perlman. <laughs> I just gave it to him, though. What's the conversion rate of Ron Perlman's to uh, whatever you gave friends? Well, he can only wear two Apple Watches at a time, I'd imagine. Okay, so friends is still the highest. Yeah. Friends is still the highest. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. All right. So after we saw that, we were pretty prolific in our movie watching so after we saw that, we watched Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. And this is something we grew up with this movie. Yeah. So it was kind of amazing to get reintroduced to this world. And it has it has Arnold Schwarzenegger, has Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has um, Sharon partner. Stone. Yeah. The, yeah. Elijah Wood plays his partner. And does a good job. Yeah. I'm surprised. I almost the, thought he was an old lady the from fi- back in the 90s. <laughs> the villain was Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, with a ponytail. I think this is... He this... stole it from a real pony. Uh, that was something that I read in the special features. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, so that was part of his criminal past. Yeah. Was yeah. He used to steal <laughs> ponytails from, for ponies. To wear them. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is no. just the first time we put it on his head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes, um, makes sense. Because I didn't know what he got the charges for. So, yeah, uh, yeah. stealing tails from ponies. That yeah, makes a lot of sense. Normally prance around with them like a fancy boy. <laughs> like a little fancy boy. So, so what happens in Kindergarten Cop? Well, there's like a stolen kid, I think. Stolen kid. Yep. All right. But it's like the mom that stole it and put it in school. So then Liam Neeson has to... Yeah, so he's taken. And Channing Tatum has a particular set of skills, but doesn't know that he's going to be going up against um, Terminator. Right, right. But at this point in the movie, obviously they don't know that he's uh, he's a machine covered in endo metal. What is it? Endoskeleton? <laughs> no, <laughs> he has an endo metal skeleton covered in flesh. <laughs> there was a term. There's yeah. a term in the movie. And I can't remember now. Damn it! But yeah, so they don't know he's a Terminator. 
So he's a um, cybernetic organism. A cybernetic organism. Yeah, that's, that's the, close enough. I remember that's in Terminator Two somewhere. That's the PC term. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get canceled by the robots, <laughs> right? So we've got Channing Tatum, and he's trying to get his kid back. Mm-hmm. And Elijah Wood is trying to get his ring. He wants to get married. Yeah, that's what he's obviously. Yeah, so that's happening all at the same time. And I thought the chemistry between uh, Terminator and Elijah Wood was actually really good. Yeah, they well, were good partners. Yeah, they were good partners. Yeah. And because Elijah Wood already had a like a fiance, you know, I said he wanted to get, he hadn't gotten the ring yet, but he had a fiance. Uh, so that was one of the big subplots is that he's already got somebody who he's with, but he builds this relationship with Terminator over the yeah. course of this time. So there was no risk of scissoring. Why would they? All <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just assuming that's how robots and um, muggles would get it Whatever Elijah Wood is. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's, yes. But at the end, Elijah Wood actually does kiss Terminator on the mouth. Like, it was weird. In he was mouth? like, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to kiss you. And when he was in the bed, you know, uh, when he was, mm. and then kisses him on the mouth. I was like, what? Interesting. It was a little weird. I know he did that a bunch with Samwise in uh, Lord of the Rings, but it mm-hmm. still seemed a little, I don't know, off for the character at the time because he's, he's engaged. Yeah. So it didn't, it maybe didn't make they, a lot of sense. Maybe they swing like that. But so the kids, hilarious. Yeah. Kids were awesome. How'd they find such good kids for this? <laughs> like, I'm not going to say any of them were good actors, but the <laughs> lines that were written for these kids were perfect because they didn't require good acting to be hilarious. A couple of them were good actors. They were like legit good actors. Just the one that just told him, like, hey, I know literally everybody that's better than you. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, this person's like, better than you. Hey, my friend's mom is this teacher. They're better than you. He like, goes through all of them and he's like, how about you name somebody that isn't better than me? He's like, I don't know that many people. <laughs> that genius. was amazing. Yeah, there were a lot of good lines from mm-hmm. those freaking kids. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and there, there's one little girl who, like, started at the beginning. Um, I think this was Sharon Stone. But she actually, she did legitimate acting. Like, she mm-hmm. got, you know, yelled at or something. And she had to be sad and cry about it. And she did a legitimately mm-hmm. good job. And then there's the one kid who's in that Bruce Willis movie, Die Hard. Yeah, the one that ate all the lunches? <laughs> no, not that kid. That kid was hilarious, too. Yeah, though. he was. <laughs> when he gets picked up by Terminator. He's, he's, like, he's like, stop it. And the kid spits the food out. That was hilarious. Oh, man. That was amazing. So there's, there's one other funny part that we kind of glossed over. And it was in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Before he even went to go teach these kids. Is when um, he was running through all the hallways for literally ever. He was like running through the labyrinth. Yeah. And then um, Channing Tatum was interviewing this guy about where the kid was that he wanted to steal back. And they had their friend like hiding in this box. And like the dude gets killed by Channing Tatum. And just bam, 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 shot in his chest. Okay. And then he runs off. And then uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, comes in and sees his dead body. And the girl that was in the refrigerator box that was hiding... Was standing there like, oh my god, I didn't kill him. And then uh, Terminator's like, I know you didn't kill him. I need to go find this guy, though. And then he handcuffs her to the dead body. To the dead body? Yeah, yeah he just straight up cuffs her. I don't and think... then he runs after the dude. <laughs> like, so she can't get away. Because he knows that she can't drag him. <laughs> I don't think that's proper procedure. No, Even I... for Terminators. No. no. That's against a handbook. You can't do that. He should have just killed her, too. And then it would have been fine that they could have just laid there together. And then he would have known that she would have still been there. That's better procedure? Probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, uh, she wouldn't uh, be scarred for life if yeah. that's the case. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's how it started out, and then but once we get to the kid, he has to be for people who don't know the actual you know storyline. He has to pretend to be a kindergarten teacher uh, because he's trying to look for the kid who had been taken away by the mother because now the father, the evil father, uh, Channing Tatum, is after them and, and is likely going to hurt the kid or the mother. So Sharon Stone, she played two parts. She was the little girl and she was the mother yeah, big um, girl. Of, the, of the little kid. So, so uh, yeah, I think she was, she was pretty good in this movie. And she weighed next to nothing. We found out. Right. That was the most controversial part of the whole movie is that, okay, he gets shot in the leg. Wait, let's go over how this happened though. First. Yeah. Cause fire alarm was pulled. Yeah. Smoke's going everywhere. No. Channing fu- Tatum is like running after and trying to steal his kid. Didn't realize that the Terminator had covered himself in mud. So Channing Tatum couldn't even see him. Right. Yeah. So that was a big part of it. Um, they, they couldn't see him because obviously Channing Tatum's vision <laughs> is, is based on heat. So he, yep. he wouldn't be able to see him when he's covered in mud. Yeah, yep. that's right. Is that all you had to say about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, so he couldn't see him. So that's how he got close enough to him to tickle his balls. That's how the... Yeah, and then Channing Tatum's like, whoa, this is wild. Right. Um, and then accidentally shot the Terminator in the leg. Yeah. But that leg hasn't been made fully robot yet, so he actually did get hurt. Right, right. That, yeah. was, that was the weird thing. Because this is before the rest of the Terminator movies. They had grafted on some of his appendages were actual human appendages. That's what's weird about yep. it. Um, and obviously, so Channing Tatum didn't, or Terminator didn't actually tickle Channing Tatum's balls. That would be ridiculous. I was just saying that to say that he was in close proximity. It was like a, an, an analogy to show that, right? No. Something. No, it definitely <laughs> happened. It did not happen. Don't be ridiculous. Right, fair enough, fair enough. So after he shot Terminator in the leg that was human, then he was injured. But yeah. But then he goes back to the kids afterwards after he's convalesced sufficiently. And... He's going and talking to the kids. He blows the whistle because that's like the signal. Um, and I liked all those scenes when he's like trying to train the kids. I think you missed that because you were watching football, which Makes is kind of a dick move. But uh, so he blows the whistle. It gets the kids to, to respond to him. And he's limping. He had a freaking cane. Yeah, barely walking. Barely walking. He's limping. He's got the cane. He's got to, you know, hobble over to them. And then the Sharon Oliver Stone, Stone, Oliver Stone comes in and he's like... He's like, oh my god, Terminator, are you here? Did you see JFK? Isn't that crazy? And and Terminator just picks him up yep. and spins around. Back into the left. Back, Back into, into the, the left, left. <laughs> yeah. Over and over on his bum leg. <laughs> on his injured leg. And then, you know, obviously we find out uh, down the line that it was the Harvey Oswald that had actually shot him. Uh, we thought that it was just Channing Tatum. But there's a whole conspiracy. It was the FBI and everybody well, else. But luckily, Elijah Wood came in right after Harvey Oswald shot him, and then went full blown important Banju yeah. on him. That was yeah. the full blown inspiration <laughs> for Inglorious Bastards scene with the baseball bat. It yeah, was shot for shot, it was identical. Yeah, uh, yeah, just right to the hands with the gun with the bat first, and then right to the chest, and then kept beating him until his head gave way. Yep, and Channing Tatum was you know dead after that. So that was. Good movie. Yeah. It kind of held up. It kind of held up. It held up better than I thought it would. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. I thought it was going to be really, really stupid. And I haven't looked at like reviews of it or anything, but uh, it was actually, it was like an enjoyable and you saw what they were trying to do. It was directed by Ivan Reitman. 
who is a comedic director and does good stuff. It was just an overall enjoyable movie. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two twins who talk about their parents having sex out of four twins who talk about their parents having sex. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to give them all of their ridiculous outfits back. All of them? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Every single one. Whether they fit or not, wherever they are today, they get their outfit back. All right. All right. That's a decent score. Generous gift. Decent Nostalgic for them. All right. So so that's a couple of movies down. What did we do? We did Predator 2 and Kindergarten Cop. Mm -hmm. So now we've got to go on to Sweet Home Alabama. This is another one. We were trying to mix it up Mm -hmm. genre-wise. Sweet Home Alabama is, it's got Reese Witherspoon again. We watched two Reese Witherspoon because Predator 2 has her and then we watched this too. Um, it's got Reese with a spoon and uh, has Reese without her spoon. Sometimes I, most of the time she had the spoon though. Let's yep. give her credit at least. At least sometimes pocket. she lost the spoon, but most of the time she had it. And then it had Samuel L. Jackson and Tobey Maguire again. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. That <laughs> Optimus Prime. Yeah, he played a very important role. Uh, and Blue from Jurassic. World. <laughs> yes, the the Raptor from Jurassic World was in it as well. And so one thing I'd like to talk about is the wonderful chemistry between Blue and Optimus Prime. I didn't buy their romance initially, mm-hmm. but I thought that they, they did enough to force them together, you know, when they were doing that stakeout. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were doing the stakeout. It forced them together where they had to start to bond over the parkour that they were watching. Uh, because the person they were trying to stop was a parkour expert. Yeah. So um, I thought it really worked after that. I I didn't really. I don't think we needed the car blowjob <laughs> scene. He's a truck. It was a truck blowjob. <laughs> he was only semi hard the whole time. <laughs> Even semi-hard. Uh, so you thought, because of the semi-hard, you thought that they weren't really going to have that kind of physical chemistry that was going to keep their relationship going. But Well, and they really went all the way to the finish. And I was really pulled out of the, out of the whole movie as soon as he said, roll out. <laughs> but he said roll out because Reese Witherspoon was parkouring right the hell out of there and they had to get going. Right, and that was the twist, is that yep. it turned out to be Reese Witherspoon who's the one that they were chasing. Yep. Um so Blue had this very difficult choice to make because Blue obviously had grown up with Reese Witherspoon. They were very close, and that was initially you thought they were gonna have, you know, a love interest thing. Um so he's got that semi hard <laughs> piston in his mouth, and he has to see that <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is the one that they they were chasing this whole time. And she can fit in and out of, of things. Oh my god! <laughs> we missed the most important part about Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a semi-full scene. <laughs> we watched a lot of those. No, so in Kindergarten Cop, remember, who's the actual hero? Weasel! Oh! Weasel won! Weasel! Weasel came, he came out of the kid's jacket, remember? Yeah! And Channing Tatum? Yep, yep. Brilliant. Amazing. I didn't see it. Was it out of his jacket or was it out of his chest? Like a xenomorph. Oh, did the kid die? <laughs> no. Okay, so it came out of his chest, but he was fine afterwards. Yeah, yeah, because the kid's heartless. 
<laughs> like the freaking oh, what's that game that has the heartless in it? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Okay. So he's a Kingdom Hearts kid. Um, Haley Joel Osment. Sora. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Weasel wins the day. Yeah, of and course. that's the most important yeah. thing we yeah. need to establish about Kindergarten Cop. It so, was a young Weasel, so he looked like a ferret, but it was definitely still Weasel. You could tell. It was definitely from a his it, accent. It was definitely a young Weasel. Yeah, he had the French accent and everything. So there was no question that it was Weasel. But back to Sweet Home Alabama. So when Blue was blowing <laughs> Optimus Prime and they see Reese Witherspoon, so then that's when they have to go on the chase. And uh, obviously Optimus Prime is a, a freaking Woman. truck. He <laughs> <laughs> was just getting blown by Blue. Why do you have to make it difficult? <laughs> We're making it blowjobs too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so he puts puts the wig on and he goes after Reese Witherspoon, but he's a giant truck, so he can't really fit, you know, into the places, but Blue can. Uh, so mm-hmm. he he goes up and down and moves through the things and all that stuff, and he catches up to Reese Witherspoon. They have a beautiful moment. You know, it's like the notebook and he's like, "Oh, what do you want?" And she's like, "I don't know. What do you want?" And they're back and forth like that. Um, eventually she admits that she just wants crack, like she's a crack dealer. So she admits that she just wants that. And so Blue gives it to her. It's a, it's a legitimate character flaw. That's what I thought was really good about it is that, you know, a lot of times they just have these kind of minor flaws, uh, you know, like pimples or something. And like, those are terrible things, but they don't really have an impact on the rest of the story, you know, or their actual character. So in this case, it, it actually does. Which is a good, it's a good choice. It's a good choice for that character. So what happens after, after that scene? I can't remember. He just goes back and finishes the blowjob. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, Optimus Prime rubbing himself against the building. Yeah, so he's no longer semi-hard. <laughs> yeah. He's made it to complete hard. And yeah, they finished that. So they have their tender moment. And, you know, it's it's very tastefully done, obviously. And they go back, but they have to really brainstorm about what to do now you know Mm -hmm. because they don't want to send reese witherspoon to jail they don't want her to be around all these drug dealers who would endanger her yeah so they have to send her back to her family in alabama right right wait she was already in alabama (laughs) (laughs) it's another part of alabama yeah so so she goes to another part in alabama birmington birmington where she runs into matthew mcconaughey and Matthew McConaughey um, is her brother. Is her brother, but they're love interests, and they get married and have children. Who turns out to be Isaiah Woods. Isaiah Woods. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's his name? Who's, who's Frodo? Who's the Hobbit? Channing Woods. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. It's not Ezekiel. What's Elijah? His name? Elijah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, it turns out to be Elijah Woods. Who who goes on to, you know, be the partner of Terminator. Well, and that's how you explain the feet when he's going to Mordor. Because of the inbreeding? Yeah. <laughs> the inbreeding created the feet. Yeah. So who was Samwise's parents? Same. <laughs> All right. That's why they're like brothers through the whole movie. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. Then Sweet Home Alabama... That's, it's, you know, just, it's a rom-com, you know, there's not a whole lot of mm. complexity to it. But Optimus Prime and Blue, they they get out of there just fine. Um, they do their job, but they don't screw over their friend. And Matthew McConaughey and Reese Witherspoon end up together. And then, God, I want Optimus Prime to run over somebody. 
<laughs> but I avoided it when I initially talked about Reese Witherspoon because I thought I was going to lose it if I said something like that. So, so I... But overall, you know, decent movie. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, um, probably. We watched like all of like three minutes of it maybe and we weren't really paying attention. So, <laughs> so I give it, I give it like, I don't know, three and a half incest porns, but like step incest. Mm-hmm. Um, incest porns out of six. So it's like, step reviewer, step reviewer, help me, I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's saying to you. That's what it's <laughs> saying to me. So <laughs> it calls out. What do you get? What's your score? I give it a light switch. Give it a light switch? It's just one light switch? No, it's like one of the double ones. Double light switch. With okay. a dimmer on the side. Oh, with the dimmer. All right. So that's, there's a lot you can do positive. with it. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's fair. Oh, we only need four minutes. Sweet. Four. <laughs> so the, the next one that we can talk about that we watched all the way through was... Short Circuit. <laughs> short Circuit. Uh, it was Short Circuit. So Short Circuit 2, uh, that's where Johnny Five... Yeah, also known as Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. That's where Johnny Mnemonic finds out that he's in the Matrix. Yep. And so once he learns that, then he has to take some pills from Morpheus, who turns out to be Bill Cosby. From the Allstate commercials. From the Allstate commercials, yeah. From Capital One. And then, <laughs> no, it was Allstate. Okay. But then he says, what's in your wallet? Uh, mm. And that's how he knows that, that he's not actually I thought, Bill Cosby. I thought it was the tank wheels that gave it away. He had tank wheels? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I thought he had a disability. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Nope, those, those were his legs. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so that was Morpheus, and and Morpheus, uh, uh, you know, he doesn't do anything after using the pills, and he goes out or anything like that. He mm-hmm. just whispers to him that you know it's not the real world, it's not the real world. You're in a simulation. Yep. Which also explains why he was the Black Ranger, and kept saying it's morphin time, <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> so he kept saying that to to Johnny Mnemonic while he was under. Yeah, he, w- he wouldn't actually morph, but he he thought it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I thought that it was kind of a um, slow. I didn't like the pace. I thought the pace was a little off mm-hmm. um, because they didn't set up enough. Like the whole "it's morphin' time" thing came out of nowhere. So, uh, so you have to set that up. You have to set up why it's important that they get to morph. I think they were just trying to go for any sort of pop culture thing that they could like draw into their movie oh, without, to get people like, interested yeah. in it. Yeah, and it's like because obviously everybody loved them. Yeah, that's Pokemon. peak peak culture mm. is Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so it makes sense for them to use the it's morphin time from Pokemon. Yep. And then when they when they introduced Starscream, I thought it was a little I know that's from Pokemon. It was lopsided for sure. It was lopsided. Yeah, because his the whole his city. wing was messed up. <laughs> so he couldn't fly straight. So it it there was that through line between Morpheus who had a disability and Starscream, you know, who had the mm-hmm. injured wing. But yeah, I think it was a little too much to carpet bomb the whole city. Yeah. Uh, that it was, was a little overkill. It was overkill for He could have just gone and got it repaired. Yeah, yeah, and it could have been a smaller story, you know, just about Starscream bombing, like, a Denny's or something. Yeah. Instead. And then, like, realizing something about himself when he does. Right, it's right. It's like, where am I going to get my Grand Slams now? Yeah. And, and then he's like, I should just get repaired instead of lashing out like this. And, and of course, to to IHOP. everybody knows that the Grand Slam is a euphemism for the child that he had that liked baseball. Yep. So that's what he blew up in the Denny's. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and he can't go get another one. <laughs> yeah, he can't yeah. get another one. 
So now, by the end of the movie, though, he has a change of heart and he decides that he's got to find another, you know, airplane, like a, a prop plane or something that he can make love to, and they can have another baby so that he can he can take care of that one better. And that's why there was so much time between both Top Gun movies. What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So <laughs> that, that's that makes a lot of sense. So Tom Cruise's new plane had to get raised. Yeah, the, Starscream. The F eighteen. Tom Cruise's old plane. <laughs> yeah, that's that's correct. To make a new one. So, um, yeah, and that that's a really interesting way to have that continuity, you know, between those two movies, and still maintain that Starscream character, you know. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was an odd choice, I think, for Sofia Coppola to take on as a director. You th- I think she has the temperament um, to be able to deal with a bunch of. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so I think she can do it. Uh, uh, she's patient. So yeah, I think it might have been a good good choice. Uh, so we've got yeah, that's gonna be that episode. What was the last movie we talked about? Were we still on Sweet Home Short Alabama? Circuit. Short Circuit. <laughs> Short Circuit. Okay. So short circuit, I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give four binaries out of the thirty-two. I'm gonna get a nice adopted highway mile, just a I'll, mile out. That of I'll it. clean up for them in their honor. Okay. All right. So that's it's not a great score. You know, we could be honest about that, but uh, you know, it didn't have a whole lot to it. I mean, it was called short circuit, so I mean, I imagine that it would have been shorter. Yeah. So yeah. it was already disappointing in that. Yeah. Okay, so that that was that was that one. That's that episode. Do you want to say bye to the people? Uh-huh. Okay. So bye. Thank you.